You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. It is Saturday, and that means we get to take a look at the Seahawks and the Colts injury reports before we head into Sunday's game and going to start off with the Seahawks. And a little bit later, we're going to get into some quotes as well from the Seahawks players from throughout the week leading into this game. But yes, let's start first with the injury report, because one of the benefits of it being week one and not having played a whole lot of veterans in the preseason, we have rested players ready to go for week one. But there were some injuries to take note of going into this game. Rookie second round pick Dwayne Eskridge started out the week limited in practice with his toe injury on Wednesday, but then was a full participant on Thursday and Friday. No players listed as questionable, doubtful or out for this game. So that is a huge plus. Gabe Jackson on the injury report all three days, but was listed as not injury related. They're resting him as a veteran player. Same with Dwayne Brown, both those players, they sat out practice on Friday and were limited on Wednesday and Thursday. One notable player added to the injury report on Friday, DK Metcalf was limited due to a calf injury. One guy who's going to be important to watch for when the starting lineups come out is Ethan Posick, who was limited with a hamstring injury on Wednesday and Thursday, but then was a full participant in practice on Friday. Looking at a couple of the other starters, DJ Reed was a full participant in practice on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. He's listed with a foot injury. Trey Flowers listed with a finger injury, but he was a full participant in practice all week. And he actually came off of the injury report after Wednesday. Chris Carson listed with a neck injury, but was a full participant in practice all week. Starting left guard Damian Lewis was listed with a finger injury on Wednesday. He dropped off the injury report. And I think that's going to do it for notable starters. Running back Rashad Penny was a limited participant on Wednesday and Thursday, but then was a full participant in practice on Friday. So hopefully he's going to be ready to go. There are some Colts players, however, who are not going to be playing in this game. There were three players who have been ruled out already. That's cornerback Xavier Rhodes, defensive end Kamiko Ture, and left tackle Eric Fisher. And if you go back and listen to my interview with Steven of Stampede Blue, he was very concerned what they could be doing at left tackle with Fisher out of the lineup. So that's going to be a matchup to watch on that left side. Quentin Nelson, another guy on that left side, but he is listed as questionable. So I think we can expect Nelson to play in this game. Carson Wentz also listed with a foot injury. He was a full participant in practice, though, all week. So he's going to be ready to go. Nelson, who I mentioned before, he did sit out on Wednesday, limited on Thursday, and then a full participant on Friday. So he progressed throughout the week. Wide receiver Paris Campbell listed with an Achilles injury. He was limited on Wednesday and then a full participant both Thursday and Friday. And that's going to do it for the injury report. Let's hear from some Seahawks players and 
How about we start out with new Seahawks cornerback and former University of Washington Husky, Sidney Jones, who had a chance to share where he was when he found out the Seahawks had acquired him from Jacksonville. I was, I was sitting at dinner, and then my steak just had came out, and then the phone rang at the same time. And I got the phone call, and then I just packed it up to go, lost my appetite, and I was like, yeah, I got to figure out the moving situation, a lot of moving parts, so it, it shocked me. I know there's a lot of us wondering just which spot is Sidney Jones going to challenge at? Is he going to challenge Trey Flowers? Is he going to challenge DJ Reed? And giving us no clarity at all, Jones says he can play both sides. College, I used to play predominantly left, um, but throughout my time in the league, I've played right side too, so I've gained comfortability on both sides. Moving on to Jones's new teammate in the secondary in Jamal Adams. Adams shared the status of his fingers following his offseason surgery. It's pretty tough. Uh, this one's still kind of giving me problems, uh, so it's still kind of broke in a way, uh, but it's okay. Uh, it's just one finger. I had two I had to deal with last year. Um, so if you look at it as a positive, I got one to deal with instead of two. Um, but yeah, it's still kind of messed up a little bit. But at the end of the day, um, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling healthy. Uh, I'm 100% in my eyes um, and, and I'm ready to go. Of course, a healthy Adams will make a huge difference in this year's defense. And here's what else Adams said was different about this year's group. You definitely can tell that, you know, we're, we're a closer group. We understand our assignments as a whole. Um, we feed off, off each other. Um, we, did, we did some of these things towards the end uh, last year, but, you know, we, we, we're, we're a lot more comfortable as a group, um, just flowing around and, uh, you know, flying around the ball, uh, making plays, and, you know, we're excited. We're, we're looking forward to the challenge. Finally, let's hear from our quarterback, Russell Wilson. First off, here's what he had to say about offensive coordinator Shane Waldron, who I know we're all going to be looking to see what Waldron and Russell Wilson bring to the Seahawks offense in the first week of the season. I think he's a wizard. You know, I think he's he really understands what he wants to get to. I think he's got a great opportunity to um, be special, you know, coaching, you know, in this game for a long time. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think that he's he's calm. You know, he brings uh, confidence to him to, to the to himself and to the guys and, and everything else. And I think that uh, he's thoroughly enjoying it. He's a Pacific Northwest guy. You know, he he uh, he enjoys it. He loves some Damian Lillard. You know, he, you know, he loves he loves the Blazers. He loves, you know, so he, he's, he's a Seattle guy, you know, so in a way, you know, so it's um, it's fun. You know, and I think he's really excited about it. I'm excited to, to, to be working with him every day um, and uh, all, all the coaches. Really, it's, it's going to be a great year, I think. And we just got to go for it. Russ also had praise for rookie wideout D Eskridge. Well, I think D super sharp. He gets here every morning with me, working early. Um, I think he's going to be a great football player for a long time. Um, but you know, his, his habits, you know, proceeds, are going to proceed his, his success. You know, just uh, that's what it is. He's got great habits, so um, I'm looking forward to what he's going to do. I already know he's going to do great. On Sunday, Wilson is going to be squaring off against Colts linebacker Darius Leonard, among the star players on that Indianapolis defense. Here's what Russ had to say about the two-time All-Pro. Darius is uh, one of the best players in football, obviously. Uh, he's really special, man. Just watching his film, his highlights, it's crazy to see all the things he can do. I mean, I, it's pretty spectacular to watch him. Um, I talk about watching guys, you know, you know, and watching teams. You know, you, anytime in the Colts run, you want to watch him play, you know, so it's, it's cool. Um, you know, and um, so, yeah, I, I know it'll be a great battle. Um, Got a lot of respect for, for for him and really all of those guys. Those guys are really talented. They've had a great year last year. 
um, you know, and, and uh, so they 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 got a lot of um, a lot of things that they can do. So we got to be ready. You got to be on our, on our A game and, and play great ball. And that's going to do it for this show. But there's going to be another show in your podcast feed later on today. It's going to be Clinton Bonner. It's going to be myself, and it's going to be Phil, one of our field goals commenters turned podcast host. And we are going to be talking about some what ifs going into this game against the Colts. So just like we do with three in, three out, kind of a unique post-game recap. This is going to be a three in, three out style, unique preview of the upcoming game. So look forward to that. It's a lot of fun. We're having a lot of fun too up at fieldgoals.com. We have all of our predictions for the NFC West, a three-part series with all of our field goals writers and contributors. And so you're going to want to check that out and see where everybody has the Seahawks landing, where everybody has the other division rivals landing. Lots to read there because we know this weekend is going to be tough. As we wait around for this game, you're going to want a lot of content to look at, a lot of content to listen to. You can find it all up there, fieldgoals.com. Thanks again to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. Follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore con C O N N. You can follow me at Seahawkers pod. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, go Hawks.